Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration with a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooden! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. It's Ashley. And it's Ben. How you doing, Ben? Ah, oh, fantastic. You just, just incredible. Really? Because I think you got on and said you had an emergency at one of your restaurants. What's going on? 
Oh, just uh, COVID's crazy. So we have a lot of outdoor seating right now. And uh, today was our first day doing, this is going to be so boring, but it's actually, I'll be quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mondays, just like most cities, every restaurant in town is closed. And so Ashkara, one of my restaurants is doing a industry brunch on Mondays now where it opens up just for people who work in the restaurant world. So they have a place to go and to oh, like hang sweet. out and drink. And so we just had some like logistic stuff. So I ran down there, got back, and now I'm doing my favorite thing that I do every week, which is talk to you about all of these fools in Bachelor Nation. Okay, let's go dive into uh, Bachelor headlines now. And speaking of fools or not fools, we'll start with the mildest of all headlines. It's one that Chris Harrison made this week. He said that his son Joshua is by far the most uh, even-keeled, the least dramatic figure that has ever been part of a Bachelor show. If you guys don't know, his son Joshua has been, quote, helping him out while he records the GOAT episodes from home. I think there might be more of a crew than just Joshua, but it's a cute little thing to play along with. Yeah, they're definitely following the COVID rules, and there's... I'm sure Josh has helped now and again, and they've figured out ways to make the most out of um, the GOAT seasons. Here's the, here's the real thing. Let's, I would love to talk to Josh for a second, because Josh is airing on ABC right as his college career is beginning. How cool. Can, yeah. Can you imagine, like, if you're in college and you walk in, you're like, wait, I've seen you on TV. You're like, yeah, I'm Chris Harrison's son. Like that dude is walking on water in college right now. Yeah, that's really cool, especially since the GOAT episodes aren't even done airing. So the kid is basically on ABC primetime and just moving into his college dorm. If I was him, my college dorm, like just because I'm, I'm a lot worse of a person than Josh is, um, my door would say Chris Harrison's son. And then... It would have roses on it. And every Monday night now that I'm on TV, I'm having a watch party for just a meet and you know, just just to meet and mingle with anybody that wants to come in my dorm room. Think about the possibilities. Something tells me that you wouldn't be doing that. However, what a fantastic idea if he wants to be a little bit a little bit more low-key about it to just oh, be yeah. like, oh hey girls. Um, yeah, my dad's Chris Harrison. Like, of course I have to watch the show. You can come over to my dorm on Monday nights. Yeah, come on over. Say hi. I'll, I'll well, give you the inside scoop. Uh-huh. You want to see roses? You want to see if my driveway really is that wet all the time? <laughs> come on. Come on. Let's talk. Um, hey, other headlines. It's been a bit since we've talked about this guy. Uh, it's been too long. Tyler Cameron uh, says something that I... I feel like it's pretty, pretty bold. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a little bit bizarre. Um, okay, so here's the headline. This week, Tyler said that if he and Hannah ended her season together, that they would currently be planning their wedding. And I'm like, wait a second, Tyler. So if you had ended up with her and just for some, you know, like she didn't pick Jed, she picked you. You really think you'd be planning your wedding currently? I just don't believe this because these two have become, become such good friends and they spent so much time in quarantine together that if they were going to indeed be planning a wedding, if they ended up together at the end of the season, then they would just be together right now as a couple and not as friends, right? Ashley, I could not agree more. Okay, good. <laughs> so if you're saying we're, we have the potential of getting married, right? Yeah. Like, if you're looking at another human going, like, I would marry you. I'm single. I would marry you and be excited about that. Like, you are my person. You're my partner. Then why talk about it? Like, just do it. Or, yeah, or at least can, be together like, if you were that yeah. certain that you'd be planning a wedding. Absolutely crazy. Uh, next headline, ABC releases new Bachelorette teaser with Claire Crawley. But here's the interesting part. And I want to hear your opinion first. But no sign of Tasha Adams in the trailer this week we're gonna um just mesh some two headlines together here this week was the first week that Tasha has been spotted there are photos of her on set at la quinta so now i guess 
we all know there's proof that she is playing some sort of role <laughs> in this season of The Bachelorette. In this promo that came out on Tuesday, it's Claire not really showing too much of her face. A lot of like those quick body shots. She looks stunning from what we can see. And she's tossing roses around as every Bachelorette does in her promo. And Aretha Franklin's respect plays in the background, which I think is a perfect theme song for mm. Claire's season of The Bachelorette. Love Aretha. Um, but yeah, of course they're not gonna they're they're not confirming that there's any sort of Bachelorette switch up in this promo. They're just gonna keep on pretending that it's it's a one Bachelorette season. Oh, I do want to go back and talk about where where in this world Claire and Tyler meet. And uh, that is with the, with his best friend, Matt James. And if you guys remember, it was a hot topic that we, we broached a couple times earlier in the summer. Claire was not a fan of Tyler's best friend and now our future bachelor, Matt James, being on Cameo before filming what would be her season. Because, you know, before all of this, Matt was supposed to be a contestant on her season. Well... He says that, you know, as much as he hopes that Claire and the guy that she presumably chooses to leave the show with have a happy, long-lasting love, he, she also, he also says, quote, The funny thing is Matt had a cameo, but the guy that she picked also had a cameo. So, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've seen now Claire was obviously a little upset. She was trying to understand what, the, I mean, we have to give Claire a little grace. Um, now, because when she said this, her world was like falling down around her. Like she was announced at the Bachelorette, COVID hits, everything changes, everything stops. She probably wasn't like uh, just super peaceful in those moments. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sure, there were, I'm sure there was some like anxiety, at least there would be with me. Uh, but yeah, somebody had the last laugh. Matt James will be the next Bachelor. And supposedly the guy she picked was on Cameo as well. Ha ha ha. Interesting how that it's works. Um, it is. It's interesting. Well, speaking of Bachelorettes, uh, Andy Dorfman has actually uh, agreed, and we're so pumped about it. It's been a long time coming, to be our next in-depth episode. So we will be interviewing Andy. Um, diving into who she is now, who she was before the show, who she was during the show. I'm super pumped for it. Andy has never been held back. And I think this is the perfect format for all of us to get to know her better again. I am so excited to interview her and uh, her, her love interests of long, long ago. Nick oh, no. Vial will be coming oh. on our podcast later today. To talk all about, you know, the franchise today and his GOAT episode, which will be airing on ABC next Monday. Our last hot topic is a big hot topic. Uh, that's because it is the first Bachelor divorce. Uh, Chris Radone and Crystal Nielsen have gone forward with the decision to file for divorce. As you guys know, they decided or announced their split in February and they definitely left the door open for a reconciliation but it seems like that separation has now become a divorce she said on her Instagram the past eight months have not been easy I've been torn between mourning a life that could have been and determined to fight for a future that I know I deserve she said with respect and support for one another Chris and I have decided to move forward with filing for divorce. As you guys probably know, since you're a hardcore Bachelor fan, Chris, um, Lacey, and Marcus got married in a ceremony in Bachelor in Paradise 2, but they never actually filed marriage paperwork, so they were never divorced. So that makes Crystal and Chris's separation the first Bachelor divorce. It's unfortunate. You know, you and I were both at that wedding. Uh, I knew them, you know, through times in Vegas at the iHeart Music Festival and and also through the podcast. This is never a fun thing to go through for anybody. It's even harder when it's public. And so 
yes, it is really the first, but it's also a moment to, to show them some love right now. Um, it's not easy, I'm sure, for either of them. And then maybe in the future, when things have healed and, and time has gone on, I know, you know, for me, it happens. Uh, we can maybe get one of them on to kind of discuss just how life has affected them and how this whole process worked. But until then, Chris and Crystal are filing for divorce. Yeah, and we should say, like, Chris made a comment on social media this week that she's moved on. I think some fans think that he's alluding to her finding somebody else and that being the reason that they are they're splitting. But it was very vague and I wouldn't look too into it. Chris did not post anything on Instagram besides that this week. And um, I also think that we should just mention that while Ben and I are friends with Crystal and Chris, we're the, those kinds of friends that like you see each other, but I don't know the ins and outs of what they've been going through the past few months. So I don't really have anything else that I want to add about this split. Well, actually, change gears a bit. We do have Nick Vile coming on the podcast here in just a second. But before we take a break, I do want to kind of go back to this last topic and ask you, the listener. We talk about it all the time on here. You hear us bring it up. I don't think we ever get clarity. And it's always an interesting topic to dig into. Please email us at Ashley at iheartmedia.com. The question this week is, how soon is too soon to move on? We'll take a break. We come back. Nick Vile will be joining the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Up next is the man himself. Yes, the man himself, the one we will be watching, the one we have followed, the one we have rooted for, and the one that we are still rooting for today. And we have the unique pleasure to have him on the Almost Famous podcast right now. Nick, what's up, dude? Hey, buddy. And what a pleasure it truly is. Wow. Thanks, Nick. All right. Well, next week, your GOAT episode is airing, and you have a really cool thing that you've been doing um and airing over the past couple weeks leading up to this it's basically a spinoff of your vial files podcast and it's a uh, patreon can you tell everybody what 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 to look out for yeah i mean i i think people think spinoff just because obviously i have my podcast the vial files but i had this idea uh of of recapping my episode of, of the bachelor and that was mostly because it's actually available on HBO max, you know, to like it's it streamed. And so a lot of people were tweeting about me or messaging me and saying, Oh, I'm rewatching your season. And there are a lot of podcasts out there that kind of go back and recap, uh, old episodes like the office ladies podcast. that does the office, you know? And I thought, Oh, that would be cool. I mean, it would to, to recap my season, <clears throat> but I, I, I didn't want to do it on the vile files just because, it's just kind of too much bachelor content constantly. And, and I wanted to have its own separate place because, you know, I've been asked to do a tell all and I'm sure Ben's ever, you know, been asked to do a tell all and like a tell all book. And that just didn't seem like something I wanted to do. And more specifically, it seemed a bit one sided in a sense that like, I didn't, we just want to just, I didn't want to just tell my story. I thought it'd be more fun to, to have some of the women involved as I kind of recap it. Cause I was planning on doing it on my own and maybe just with like some friends, like some comedy friends and kind of, uh, and I thought, well, I'm curious if the women would do it if I asked them and I did. And they all seemed really excited about it. And it ended up being a lot of fun. And, and I think in some ways therapeutic for us all, but it was a really interesting to, to sit down with all of them. A lot of these conversations I had with them were kind of the first real conversations I had with them since the season. So you know, whether it was like with Raven or Corinne or, you know, Vanessa, um, I hadn't like really sit down with them and, and, and share my point of view and then have them share their point of views about like things that we experienced on the show. So I thought it was a really unique situation. And I just decided to put it on Patreon just because, you know, I didn't put on my podcast and it's ad free. I didn't sell any ads to it, but uh, I did produce it on my own and, and, and you know, invested a lot in it. So, uh, yeah, it ended up being a ton of fun. And uh, so far, everyone who's been listening to it, it's really enjoyed it. And there's definitely some behind the scenes, you know, information or tea. And, and it was just a really just a, a fun project. I wasn't really sure how it would turn out when I first started doing it, but it really came together as, as well as I hoped. And now, as your it, friend, I think, oh, I, I got to listen to the Vanessa podcast because you guys like haven't stayed in touch or anything. <clears throat> and I, I'd love to hear your interpretations of your relationship, especially towards the end. 
But was there one guest that you had on that really surprised you that you think is a must listen for anybody out there? Like somebody who you have a great friendship chemistry with? They were all unique and fun in their own way. Like I had actually Angela on as the first one to help kind of recap night one. And for those of you who may not remember or may remember Angela, if you remember Angela, it's probably from Paradise. Not necessarily my season because she went home night one. And that was a lot of fun just because there's a specific story in terms of how and why she got sent home. And I kind of go through the process of what like what it's like night one for the bachelor bachelorette to make their decisions and how you kind of work with producers. But there was a very specific story in terms of why I sent her home and she didn't know. And so I kind of shared with her my point of view and then she asked some questions. That was a lot of fun. Corinne's was really interesting just because, you know, Corinne, I think more than anyone was the most reflective of her time on the show. She was obviously a big character on my season and I think we just both had a, it was just a really kind of honest and fun conversation, but I think it was the most revealing, I think, especially about Corinne. I know a lot of people who listen, uh, look at Corinne kind of in a different way, not necessarily that it was good or bad before, but just you, you, you experience kind of a lot of reflection from her and, and I thought that was just really interesting. Raven's always, you know, fun to talk to cause she's always very honest. I mean, I've, I've had Rachel on my podcast a lot, but, you know, her and I have such a, a rapport that we really just kind of kept just talking about, oh, and remember this and remember that. So they were all kind of fun. But the Corinne one for me was the most um, interesting. Well, Nick, uh, uh, yeah, minus the Vanessa one, which is kind of its own special interview. Well, we uh, last week on the podcast had brought up, you know, Corinne made headlines because she openly spoke about um, her her time on your season and how she and I quote what Corinne says acted like a psychopath. Nick, I'm sure <laughs> you've you've gotten to dig into that a little bit. And I, I know that comment comes with a lot of depth. So what is it that you've learned about Corinne now based on, you know, and you don't have to share it all. But what have you learned about her as a human and this reflectiveness that you just spoke of? Well, I mean, you know, I think that was that psychopath is just a soundbite because Corinne is still Corinne and she that's how she, she talks to just describe mm -hmm. herself. But I don't right. I don't think she meant that in a literal sense. But yeah, I, I think she talks she talks about how she's a different person. Um, not only do I not want to spoil the Patreon, but I also don't want to misspeak and speak for her in terms of paraphrase is because that conversation had a couple months ago, uh, a couple few weeks ago. But you just, I think, see some maturing on her part in terms of um, looking back. I think, um, I think you also listening to back. I think, regardless of what your thoughts on or how she handled herself, I think um, you appreciate the level of sincerity that she had, uh, even when filming back then. You know, you might, you if you were. Whatever you thought of what she did on my season, I think after listening uh, to my conversation with her, it's what's evident is kind of her sincerity about uh, just going through the process, you know, right reasons, wrong reasons. Like, you know, everyone has their opinion about how you should go about things. And just because you might be playful or sarcastic and and all those things doesn't necessarily mean that you are lacking sincerity. And I think that was really uh, evident, especially after sitting down and talking with Corinne. You recently talked about the fact that you feel like your season was overly sexualized. It starts out with Liz coming out of the limo. And in episode one, you find out that you and Liz slept together at Jaden Tanner's wedding. And then, you know, you had the past of Caitlin sleeping with you early. And then, talking about making love with Andy in the fantasy suite. So you expected that it would be a topic that was brought up a lot, but did it get to the point where it was annoying or you felt almost disrespected? I wouldn't say over-sexualized, but it was certainly sexualized. Um, and I think I got annoyed and frustrated just like every lead does about whatever it is the show decides to, you know, Overplay, pick, you pick know. I'm yeah, overplay. Yeah, I'm Ben gets tired about the unlovable thing. I'm sure, right? Colton you know, it gets just, the virgin it, thing. Yeah, it just gets old. 
Um, sometimes people play into these narratives themselves. Sometimes that's what the show decides for them. Um, on some aspects, I didn't mind being the sexual bachelor to a certain degree. I'm a sex positive guy. I, I, I'm not, I don't think it's something we should shy away from talking about, but there's always that kind of tipping point where you feel like it be, people start then making generalizations and assumptions about you. And I think to that end, it can certainly get frustrating. Um, no more frustrating than anyone else, but I, I don't think it was, um, any worse or, or, or less played out than any other season. You know, that's just happened to be, you know, my story arc for them. And again, there's some pros and cons to it. Like sometimes I, uh, I, I think of myself as a progressive person. And so there's a progressive element to that. It wasn't always viewed it that way in the moment, but um, I think it aged, it has aged well, I guess you could say. You know, one of the interesting things that you and I have been able to talk about, uh, looking back now, the goats re-airing, so like it or not, you spend at least a few moments or maybe a week or however long kind of reminiscing on the season, remembering the season, thinking about how long ago it was and how much you've changed. Now, looking back, since it's it's re-aired, what, what do you see in yourself as your biggest takeaway personally as your, from your time as The Bachelor leading up to today? I think I wore my hair too high my entire season. No, I loved it. <laughs> a little high. A little I high. love high hair. That's my thing. I can't have high hair, so I guess, yeah, uh, I would say the same thing about you. I mean, you know, I, what? it's not uh, – it hasn't, A, been that long, and it wasn't as if I was at a different point in my life. So, you know, unlike Corinne, who talks about – she was maybe on the younger side of even her age that she was at. And she feels like she's maybe grown as a person in that time span. I don't know if I really have all that much in terms of where I was in my life then versus now. I think looking back and watching it. Yeah. There's certain some cringy moments, um, but that's just reality TV. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I I, I think, yeah, it's, it's, I don't have, I don't have this great epiphany, I guess is what I'm saying in terms of uh, what I learned or, or anything like that. I, it's always one of those things. Anytime you go through an intense experience, you sometimes wish you would have relaxed a little bit more and enjoyed the journey than you did. But that's, I think easier said than done as, as the lead of that show. You're not yet. I mean, that's one of the things you and I've been able to connect on from our experiences is just how, I think how stressed we both were through the whole thing somehow some way just wanting it to be the best possible um experience for not only ourselves but the the women involved and the crew and the whole thing just knowing that it, it's unfamiliar to all of us and i if i look back and somebody would ask me that question i think one of the things that i i don't necessarily regret but i wish i would have done differently is enjoyed a little bit of it because it's hard for me to look back and go that was fun i i've heard lead say it was fun I can't necessarily define it as fun. Yeah, either either would I. I mean, it's inter interesting because like going back and talking to a lot of the women from my season on my uh, Nick V Talks Trash TV po project, it was fun to talk to them. And you know, you you know, they're different. I'm different, I guess, in some sense of the word. But um, so yeah, without any stakes involved, people are a little bit more lighthearted and and easygoing. And so it was, it was way more fun to talk to all these women now. And again, you think to yourselves, Oh, well, it, wow. How, how nice would it have been to like have this kind of lightheartedness, uh, with these women then as the bachelor than I do now. Sure. But again, they're nervous. I'm nervous. It's just, again, easier said than done, but yeah, in a utopian world, would it have been great to just, you know, I guess that's the problem with sometimes that show where it doesn't work as, it's sometimes really hard to have natural conversations. And sometimes the relationships that do well uh, are the ones where people seem to be themselves and even a, a tougher situation, um, well, which if that makes sense, right? It, you know? it does. Going off that, you've had so much time with Rachel. You've cultivated a great relationship with her, a great friendship. Um, you respect her immensely. 
in another world where you got to spend more low-key time with your contestants, quote, quote, even though I don't like that word, would you ever think that you maybe would have ended up with Rachel instead? No, I mean, I, I really don't have any regrets uh, in terms of decisions I made or have things would have played out differently. I have a great respect for uh, the women on my season, you know, especially Rachel, just because the, she's the person I'm probably been closest with since my show. And it's even been reading been nice to reconnect with Raven and, and, and talking with her. It was really easy for us to kind of go back and, uh, the natural chemistry we had. I don't mean romantically or anything like that, but like it, it was so easy for me to talk with Raven. And, and I think we, we, you, you, you hear that in, in, in our conversation. And I think, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, that means I would have, you know, with more time, I would explore things more romantically or just because Vanessa, I didn't work. I don't, I don't kind of have revisionist history that way. Um, so yeah, no, the uh, we have been able to interview a few of your women who will be coming up on a future podcast. One of them that stood out to all of us and has always and is Angela, um, and and then we had Alexis, and then we had Christina, and then you you just mentioned Vanessa and Raven and Rachel. Your season, Nick, was just full of incredible women who we've gotten to know more and more ever since this season airing. I know for me, I look back and it's like, it's kind of crazy that so many incredible people spent their time um, to date or try to date you uh, on this crazy experience. As we close here with you, is there anything that you'd like to say to the fans or to the women that were on your season uh, looking back on your time as The Bachelor? I mean, I, I think I, watching it back, um, you know, I watch it with a kind of a sense of pride. I think it was a really entertaining season. I think, like you said, it speaks a lot to the women that were on my season. If there's anything, you know, I think sometimes as The Bachelor, maybe you, you can shed some light on this, Ben, in terms of there's there's so many nuances or things that go on to being The Bachelor. There's finding love, obviously, and that's your personal kind of um, priority. But there is a, a sense of... Um, you you feel like you want to yeah it's a show and you want to make it a good show you want people to enjoy watching it right and and sometimes things weren't always easy I appreciate especially too after talking to these women um, you know some of them have said like they were I I was the perfect bachelor for them and I didn't really think anything of that at the time a Raven said that to me a couple of times and I've really learned to come to appreciate over the past few weeks just because. Yeah, they they were a group with a lot of different personalities and a lot of um, you know big personalities in a great way, which can make for really entertaining TV. And I'm I'm glad that I made them feel comfortable to be themselves and that they were able to be themselves. And again, back to the kind of progressiveness or the sexualization of myself or whatever. Like I guess I'm glad it all worked out in that way where they didn't feel like I would ever be judgy or anything like that, where I was the type of person they felt comfortable that they could like Raven could tell me that she kicked the shit out of her boyfriend once or whatever, or Raven uh, or Corinne could do some of the, uh, the things that she did, or Alexis could tell her kind of witty, dirty jokes. And uh, I guess uh, I'm glad that they were on my season and I'm glad that they um, felt comfortable enough with me to be themselves. So Vanessa got engaged this month and of course you're very happy for her i know you're happy for her but i need to but uh, i can get can we get a quote a little bit more than what you wrote underneath her instagram i mean truly I, that that is uh true is a result of you know vanessa and i hadn't been following each other you know since we were, were broken up and we kind of talk about that a little bit in terms of how we unfollowed each other after we broke up, but as a result of us talking, um, I, uh, I followed her, I followed her. And then I, I kind of texted him like, Hey, I started following again. She followed me back. Um, and I probably, you know, I'm sure I eventually would have heard the news, but I, I'm thankful that, um, we, we connected so that I felt comfortable enough to, to reach out privately as, as well as, you know, I, I text her first privately. 
and then commented. And I guess I'm just glad that we're at a place where I felt comfortable enough to do that as opposed to, you know, just saying, as you suggest again, like, of course, I'm going to publicly say something nice. You know, um, I guess I could have said nothing at all, but it was nice to be able to reach out to her privately and, and wish her congratulations and, and things like that. And, um, yeah, I guess I'm just thankful that I was in a position to do that. Um, and if she had gotten engaged, you know, two months ago, that might not have been the case. Yeah. No, that's great because I know that a lot of people like they're like, Oh, why'd you have to do it on Instagram? Like, why'd you have to do it publicly? And well it's like, to be honest, well, I did it both ways, but if I didn't do it publicly, then you guys would mm. like on me and say, like, you didn't say anything. It's like, oh really? Because I didn't say it in front of your face? Yeah, I uh I don't look try to look too much into that, but in that case, yes, you, you can never win with anyone on the internet, so I try not to. But um yeah. But uh, I'm happy for her, and um, I'm definitely glad we were able to get this recorded before she got engaged. Hey, friend to friend, host to host, we were glad you're The Bachelor. Thanks for sharing this time with us. Thank you for, uh, for walking us through the season. And again, make sure to check out uh, Nick's show on Patreon. It's Nick V Talks Trash TV. You're the man, Nick. Thanks for coming on, and best of luck uh, with everything coming up. Thanks, buddy. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. 
Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Ashley, I do have to pause here. We've gone through most of the podcast now. But if I sound stuffy, every once in a while, I'll get like a tweet or an email being like, Ben, are you sick? Are you okay? You sound stuffy. Um, (laughs) Well, this time I, I have an excuse uh, I live in Denver and right now we have five fires that are within like 200 miles of the city and they're all, the, the smoke is sitting on top of the city right now. And it is like a, a overcast haze and everybody I know has like sinus issues and I'm struggling. Like it, it, it hurts right now. That sucks. I, I'm blowing my are, nose. Are your, your boogers black? Yeah, no, it's wild. They are. Uh, that's a good, I never even thought about it that way. I thought it was like, <laughs> This is a little gross, but I thought they were bloody, like, because I'm so dry out yeah. here right now. Yeah, like brown. And, and I, yeah, and I think it's like, I mean, I, honestly, I think it's smoke inhalation. Like, they have warnings out. So, if you're anywhere in Denver, you know what I'm talking about. I just also wanted to, like, preface this with saying, I'm okay, I'm healthy, I'm good. Maybe it's allergies, maybe it's smoke, who knows. Uh, Ashley, it's been a fantastic podcast. Obviously, Nick is always one of our, our favorite guests. And, uh, and I'm excited for his GOAT episode because I remember the day he was announced as a bachelor. And I, at that time, didn't know Nick too well, but I was excited for it because I thought it was going to be super dramatic. And really, I felt like his season was a memorable season because of the cast involved. And that cast is still, is really still in the public eye today doing some great things. So I'm pumped for this GOAT episode. I'm pumped to catch up with the contestants. And, uh, yeah, it's just always nice to have Nick on. Ben, I have an email. We haven't done um, listener emails in a long time, and they are fun. And I would love you guys to send more questions our way. I have one that is so good, and it's for Ben. Okay. I'm a little curious about how you're going to to answer it okay so it goes ben help how in the world do i write an online dating profile without self-describing can you give me some suggestions and i'm like listening to i'm listening to this and i'm like you know what it sounds hard but you can do it you basically just um how do i work i don't know you're gonna give give me your answer before i form mine okay well Keisha, thanks for the email again. Uh, I would say when it comes to dating, the the biggest key to me is talking about what you're for and not what you're against. And so if I'm writing a profile, I'm just saying some of the things I like to do for fun. I'm also saying- That's what it is. And I'm also keeping it, here's the thing, Ashley, I'm keeping it really short. Uh, I'm adding in some of the things that are really important to me. Some of the, like the things that I'm like really interested in, right. My, for me, it'd be like my faith. It would be my activities, like my, my hobbies, my sports. Mm-hmm. Um, it would also just, just be the fact I'd probably honestly put in there. Like if you're somebody that likes to stay up past 1130 at night, like you and I ain't working, um, <laughs> like, or 
or you're, you're not going to have a partner at 1130 at night. You're going to have me asleep somewhere, but keep it short. Keep it open-ended. Uh, I don't think you need to say that you're the kindest, most loving, smart, honest person in the world. I think what you need to do is talk about some of the things you stand for, some of the hobbies that you're involved in, some of the causes that you care about, and some of the things that are important to you, and leave it to the person that's pursuing you to ask more questions, to ask the follow-up. And I think that's where, I think that's the key. Yeah, don't get confused that like you explaining your interests, your passions in life, your hobbies and activities. That's not what we get annoyed of when we talk about self-describing. I think what Ben really gets annoyed about when it comes to self-describing is qualifying your personality traits, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, I am this, like, I am a kind person. I am a generous person. Like, just don't qualify yourself like that. Let people figure out those qualities in you. And for a dating profile, all you have to do is talk about what you enjoy in life. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Ash. Ashley, as always, it's awesome talking to you about everything going on in Bachelor Nation. Uh, it was, I, I think it was a great podcast. Uh, it's always fun to sit down with the guests. Uh, you know, as we mentioned, uh, we have a really exciting in-depth coming up this Thursday with Andy Dorfman. It's, I, I promise it's going to be worth the listen. But until then, this has been the Almost Famous Podcast, and I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Talk to you guys on Thursday when Andy's interview comes out. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.